0: Kent Online News.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.
0: Nicola Everett. Welcome to the Kent Online Podcast on Monday, June the 29th. Now, our top story today is all about when and where you might be able to travel on holiday this summer. It's looking more and more likely you will be able to go abroad and not have to quarantine when you get home. The government's reviewing the rules and announcing a list of countries deemed low risk, which will be placed in a green category. It paves the way for so-called travel corridors or air bridges and for the industry to start to try and recover. Chris Scoble is from Go Scoble Travel Agents in Tunbridge Wells.
2: The industry is on its knees, let's be really honest. Um, and far-reaching in the months and the years to come, we'll find out exactly what damage has been done and uh, to the industry. But it's been incredibly frustrating, but um, understandable first couple of months. Um, but we now need to um, get people holiday in holiday again, really. So we are encouraged and enthusiastic. We have a massive upturn on inquiries at the moment um, with constantly been inundated um so yeah i think there's going to be um huge demand my advice is that i mean seriously if you are uneasy and unsure about it um i i just i seriously wouldn't bother going um if you're happy to be in the fresh air in a very clean and um, well-organized hotel um yeah definitely get get on and book a holiday I think it's in the front of everybody's mind. That it would be absolutely catastrophic for you know every probably you know every industry to go into another lockdown. Um, people, um, it's social responsibility, um, and yes, that is a worry. It's a certain worry, but um, we just need to um, act responsible.
0: Elsewhere today, two men have been arrested after armed police surrounded a house in Medway over the weekend. Officers were called to Luton Road in Chatham on Saturday night following reports of someone carrying a weapon. Police are investigating reports a teenage girl was sexually assaulted at a Kent country park. She told detectives it happened at Leybourne Lakes on Saturday evening. A cordon was put up over the weekend while officers searched the area. Now, as pubs, restaurants, hairdressers and galleries in Kent prepare to reopen at the weekend... Some business bosses say they feel forgotten. The government is allowing a number of industries to start trading again after being closed for more than three months during the pandemic. But tattoo parlours and soft play centres have to stay shut and there's no indication as to when they can reopen. Fox Camfield owns Kent Tattoos in Dartford.
3: Yeah, we would have assumed that when cosmetic dentistry and hairdressing continued, so would we. We can certainly practice in a safe manner like dentists, and till now we've always been lumped in with hairdressers in terms of political policies. I'm pretty happy that we're finally getting separated from hairdressers, but we're currently in limbo until our industry gets its own recognition and set of guidelines to continue COVID safe.
0: Liz and Andrew Moody own Adventure Kids Indoor Play Centre in Aylesford.
3: If someone's going into a leisure centre and to go and have a game of squash, or a game of badminton playing doubles, the players are going to be crossing each other's paths all the time whilst they're playing this game. Exactly the same is in a soft play area where children will be running around the apparatus, crossing paths with each other, but will not be in the same vicinity for a long duration of time because the children will be moving around the actual apparatus along with their parents. So for the indoor leisure sector to partly open we should be able to be uh, in a position to do that ourselves um, because we are no different to them. But unfortunately, we have been penalised once again. We get reports on a daily basis of where we're at. We've signed in various petitions. I've signed a petition this morning for... It has to be 100,000 people sign it before it will get put in front of the government is to say why have we again, as the indoor sector, been left off the list? We are working with our computer guys at the moment. We are getting an online booking system put in place, so people will be pre-booking their tickets prior to coming in. So there will be less time in reception, and um, they will come in. They would already have their um, their tickets with them, um, which we then scan and log them into the building. There is hand sanitization as they come in. Then the tables that we've got out are all uh, socially distanced. Um, we are just at this moment adding extra seating area within our play area we're adding another 66 square meters on two levels to allow us to actually accommodate more people um, and give everybody the comfort that we are taking their safety and our safety above and beyond we have no idea how many people are allowed to have in the building how many people are allowed to attend a party what are, so we've got no guidelines on that we're just digging in the dark all the time and it's not really fair from a Um, a psychological point of view we can't tell our staff what's going on if they have any questions you know it, it just doesn't work it really doesn't nobody is helping us out they could give us some guidelines they could give us some type of direction for actually us to start moving forward but at the moment we're just having to pick up on what other people are doing and going well maybe we need to do this maybe we need to do that we don't know We don't know, and that's
0: not fair. Meantime, it's thought empty shops in Canterbury could be turned into restaurants in a bid to help boost the city after lockdown. The people who run Whitefriars say there is a demand for more food operators. An application has already been put in to change the use of the soon-to-be-empty game store into somewhere to eat. Graffiti accusing Charles Dickens of being racist has been sprayed onto a museum in Thanet, A street sign on Dickens Road in Broadstairs has also been painted over amid controversy over the author's views on slavery. The bosses of two care homes in Kent say they've already suffered losses of £120,000 because of the pandemic. And that figure is likely to more than double. Managers at St Braylands and the Cumberland in Herne Bay say people have been reluctant to move in and they've also spent money on housing staff to avoid an outbreak. They fear they're not the only ones and are calling on financial support to be made available. Now, a Kent homeless charity, meantime, has welcomed extra money to help keep rough sleepers off the streets after lockdown. The government's pledged £105 million to prevent people from ending up without a roof over their heads when B&Bs and hotels reopen. You'll probably remember they were used to house homeless people in a bid to prevent the spread of the virus. We've been speaking to Chris Thomas from Canterbury-based Porchlight.
1: It's really good news basically it means that a lot of people who are homeless are now a step closer to leaving the streets behind for good we're going to start working with uh, local councils to get people into more permanent housing where they can continue rebuilding their lives people who are homeless are obviously uh, very vulnerable to coronavirus and at the end of March, the, when the lockdown was imposed, the government um, asked all councils to bring, to bring people in off the streets. So uh, Porchlight was one of many charities and organisations that work with councils and with hotels and, and B&Bs uh, to get people inside uh, to safety. Um, and once they are inside, we continued supporting them because obviously homelessness, um, helping people move move, get beyond homelessness is more than just putting over a roof over their heads so we've been supporting them with their mental health helping them uh, apply for financial aid and and just making sure they're healthy ever since then it was a big concern that people were going to end up on the streets again so this is really really good news what's going to happen now is that we'll work with councils to to find accommodation for people so that when the hotels open they still have somewhere permanent to stay because it's really important there's been loads of good work done helping people uh, overcome the trauma of homelessness helping them slowly rebuild their lives and the fact that they won't end up back on the streets means that the good work can continue and hopefully they'll reach a place where they're independent again and can can live their life as as they should some people on the streets they've been let down uh, so many times in their lives that it, it can take a long time for them to trust people so this has been a really important step giving them somewhere uh, stable to stay and and being able to work with them on a daily basis uh, we've slowly earned their trust and and they're they're kind of opening themselves up to the help that we offer now which means that they can start moving uh, in a more positive direction So it's been really important.
0: At kentonline.co.uk, you can see video of two jet skiers coming dangerously close to a boat on the River Medway. As calls are made to tackle what's been described as reckless behaviour. Despite bylaws saying they're not allowed to be used on the waterway, they've frequently been spotted travelling at high speeds. Boat owners say the problem is getting worse. Peelports are in charge of the area, say they're aware of the situation and are taking it seriously with the police. It's emerged hundreds of homes, a retirement village and business park could be built on a 150-acre site in Ashford. The idea has been included in the town's local plan, which sets out where 13,000 new properties could be built by 2030. The area of land being considered for development is next to Ashford Golf Club and would include pedestrian and cycle routes. And a bit of sport to finish off in football. The Gillingham chairman says he still believes the club can one day reach the Premier League. Paul Scully is celebrating 25 years in charge at Priestfield. He's praised the fantastic supporters and hard work of those behind the scenes. That's all for now. But you can, of course, keep up to date throughout the day at Kentonline.co.uk